Good morning and welcome to AI Daily. Today, we have three amazing stories for you. Two of them regarding to Meta, one of them regarding to TikTok. So let's kick off with Meta's first story, which is Meta Voice Box. So Meta Voice Box is a text-to-speech generalizable model. State-of-the-art performance going across, you know, generating speech. And they got a lot of details in here. Farb, give us the rundown. This is pretty cool stuff. The demos are also you know, eating their own dog food. You can hear Mark Zuckerberg talking, but it's generative Mark Zuckerberg voice. Uh, I saw another video. It seems like they had a few different people at Meta make the video. There was another, uh, I think, uh, you know, female Indian voice uh, that was doing the same video, but I, I guess they could have had every single employee at Meta make the video because it's all generative. So basically they're trying to level up the the. AI voice game. And probably one of the more important pieces about this is that it's 20 times faster than anything else out there right now. There are other things that are doing similar stuff, but to be able to do it 20x faster is a huge step, especially if you're trying to do things at the scale that Meta is doing. So it's doing things like taking a piece of audio with somebody's voice. Maybe there's some noise in it. It can automatically remove that noise. It can take a piece of text with another piece of audio and create you know, a new voice, like make you say something you've never said before, but in your voice, it can do that across different languages while maintaining the person's own personal accent. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty impressive stuff here. And again, doing this sort of thing 20x faster is kind of mind blowing. If you think about it, you know, you 20x it a couple more times and you're at thousands of times faster than original versions, which means this stuff is going to be bordering on real time. Think about, you know, Star Trek's universal a translator where you can basically hear somebody speak in real time and have it translated. Yeah, and they showed off style transfer. They showed off audio editing. They showed off lower word error rates based on Bali, um, which was amazing to me. Connor, what did you see from this? Is this one open source? Yes, it's also open source, like Meta once again does. Uh, they've interesting built it in a way across their flow matching model, which means they can take in a large, more diverse, less labeled data set. Um, of course, marching onwards towards models that get better and better with, da with data that's less and less labeled, which means it's easier to train these models. They don't have to have people go through and label all the specific data. Yeah. They get better models, not deterministic, faster, snappier, as Farb said, getting pretty close to real time. I, I think what's really cool, too, is they actually also detailed a classifier that they could pretty much distinguish between audio generated with this and generate between real speech. Um, once again, just huge news from Meta releasing all these open source models between speech and text, et cetera. And I think it's such an interesting position for them. You know, they're, these are kind of risky-ish models and releasing them to open source, letting everyone else use it really primes them to bring this to their own products soon. So really cool. Uh, second story for today is Meta is now wanting to build Llama for commercial use. Um, so Llama, of course, is a really popular um, open source text model competing with the likes of, you know, GPT-4 or Claude or any of the other LLMs. And they want to make this available for commercial use, which people want. So Connor, what do you think of this? Yeah, I feel like this really, I feel like it's really in their name and meta, like their focus is not AI here. So they're, they're trying to pull away from the focus of AI and make it so that, Hey, it's open. Anyone can use it. This is not something owned by the big companies. This should not be owned by meta, by Google, by Apple. This should be open to everyone. And then I think, honestly, that'll probably help Meta focus on their vision of actually building a metaverse. It's continuing the march of open source AI. 
Yeah, it's important that, you know, people have complained about Llama just being for research purposes only. What does this unlock for the whole ecosystem if this goes commercial available, Farb? This is an example of some business Aikido by Zuck. Yeah. Facebook Meta's business is not going to be charging developers to use AI APIs. They make their money from advertisers. So if they can go out there and disrupt somebody else's business by doing what they charge for for free, classic business Aikido, and it positions Meta to be where all of the AI stuff is happening, it positions them as leaders in the technology, which is great for their recruiting, it's great for their stock price, and it's probably going to be great for their revenue. It's a bold move to say, hey, we're not going to try and make a bunch of money off of AI APIs. We're going to try and make money off what we normally do and give all of these cool tools away for free. Google, of course, does a lot of research papers, does a lot of open source, but when it really gets down to it, you can't actually use the model's open source. You can't actually use it commercially. So it's a very big difference when Meta says, hey, all of our models in our future, we're going to have all these models be open source, commercially usable, use it for what you want to. And hopefully those people were at Google, like you said, for business Aikido. Yeah, Llama is definitely a little bit behind GPT-4, but the moment Llama goes commercial, I think you're going to see it just a wave of all these startups and enterprises say, no, we're not going to pay those API costs. We're going to go set up our own server and run Llama. So amazing as always. Um, our last story of today is TikTok's Effect House. So TikTok has launched, if you don't know Effect House, it's their AR kind of augmented effects. You know, it's how people make all these really amazing videos on TikTok. And They've dropped text to image AI right within Effect House. Um, Farb, what does this do to TikTok? So Effect House is something you can use if you want to make effects that other people use on TikTok. And what's cool about this is, you know, if you want to make an effect that lays a tiger face over somebody's face, well, you can type in tiger face and it'll do text to image and it'll create that effect and boom, you're out there with your own cool uh, effect on TikTok. And we've, we've said this before that this wave of cool generative AI tools is making its way into social media. I would predict that, you know, by next year, which means probably in about four weeks, because every time I predict by next year, it happens three weeks later, you know, half or more of social media is going to have some form of AI happening on the content as it goes out. Pretty, pretty bold and powerful move from TikTok. Uh, your move, Insta. Let's see what happens. We know Insta's coming, coming hard with it as well. You know, yeah, we, I remember these effects used to take like months to make by a whole team of Snapchat engineers. And now you're seeing text AI. Let's create a new effect. Connor, what were you about to say? Let's hear yeah, I was going to say, we've seen Snapchat's My AI, of course, we've mm -hmm. seen, we talked about TikTok, TikTok's Taco that they were like, mess, like beta testing a little bit a while ago in Indonesia. And then of mm -hmm. course, Zuckerberg said, WhatsApp, Instagram, Messenger are all going to have AI or generative AI coming to them. So TikTok has now brought it to Effect House. And I'm very certain that Instagram Reels is going to have it next. More tools for creators, more interesting videos, more entertainment. Go TikTok. Um, as always, what else are you guys seeing, Connor? Uh, so the Guardian and how they have decided to approach generative AI. They've decided, of course, a very median, median way of how they're going to do it. They said, hey, we're going to use it some for some use cases, but we're still going to be very balanced about journalists, about first in human first reporting. Um, 
so they, they're going to use it for some of their more research for some more like editing stories, but they still want to have journalists doing the original reporting. So yeah. not nothing crazy, nothing crazy, surprising, but sensical. Yeah. Farb? There was this pretty cool language to rewards for robotic skill synthesis. And this is all, you know, ha happening in a, in a synthesized environment, but basically getting robots to do things based off text input, turn on a faucet, open a drawer, pick up an apple, stand on your, your hind legs. This stuff is, you know, happening in simulators. And it's kind of funny if you watch the simulator, the robot's hands are kind of like flying around. So probably don't want that happening with a knife in a real robot's hands. But, you know, again, give it a few weeks, uh, maximum a year. Uh, and the, you know, kitchen staff at the, the local restaurant may have a may have a robot in there. Ho hopefully it doesn't have the, the shaky hand problem, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I saw Mercedes Benz is bringing ChatGPT to all their customers. So they're using Microsoft's Azure uh, service. They're going to handle all the data privacy themselves. And starting today, they're bringing the beta program to almost a million vehicles. And, you know, I think this is really exciting to see ChatGPT within a car and also you know, a generalization, but if my car has ChatGPT and LLMs and your application does not yet, you should probably get on it. I got to say, that sounds to me, I hope I'm wrong, but it sounds to me bordering on totally useless, if not dangerous, but I do think it'll be worth the memes alone. You know? What's that? Jealous Tesla owner here. It's okay. No, no, not at all. Not at all. The, um, the Tesla's the safest car in the world. Uh, but, but I will say for Mercedes, the means alone should be worth it. So kudos to Mercedes. 100%. So a few more cars, but thank you as always for tuning into AI daily and we'll see you again next week. Thanks guys.